Hey everyone, I'm Mary Kate and welcome to Women Changing the Game. Join me as I sit down with ambitious, powerful women who are coming off the bench in the sports industry and are changing the game as we know it. Get ready for women in coaching, photography, events, sales, entrepreneurship, and so much more, all in the industry of sports. If you're here to get some amazing advice, stories, and laughs, then stick around. Looking to start your own podcast? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm so excited to be here today with Alana. Hi everyone, my name's Alana and I work with the New York Rangers at Madison Square Garden. So give us also your age, your specific job title, and how long you've been with the Rangers. Cool, so um, I am 23 years old. I am a client relationship specialist um, for the Rangers and I've been there about a year. All right, so a little background. Um, Where did you go to school and what did you study? So I went to Fairfield University in Connecticut and I studied business management with a minor in finance. All right, so as you said, you did an internship program at MSG and if you could kind of expand on that and how it led you to the job that you have now. Yeah, so I actually interned on the team that I currently work for now. So um, I work on the service side of things. So essentially I I manage um, season ticket members and and make sure they're having this world-class experience at Madison Square Garden and ultimately um, you know, making sure that they, they keep coming back and renewing their membership every year. So um, as an intern, it was my number one goal was I wanted to work at, at Madison Square Garden. So I, I networked with a ton of different departments, um, made sure I built a brand for myself. And I think that was the most important thing is that um, I built that brand. And, and not only did my team know who I was, but a couple different departments did. And ultimately, when it was time to find a job, I had a couple different options, um, but knew my heart belonged with the service and retention team. Cool. So kind of you explained um, what I'm about to ask you, but do you think that it is easier moving up within an organization or as opposed to moving to different teams and, you know, jumping from team to team? I think having as much experience possible is super important. So this was my first experience um on one team, yeah. Um, but I think specifically in college or if you're fresh out of school, um, whether it's an internship or just a program or a job, um, bouncing from team to team isn't a, isn't a bad thing because you're gaining experience and you can gain, um, each team does things differently even though the roles are similar. Um, I do think it depends on the role you're in, right? So some roles are, there's a lot of growth and some roles you kind of might hit the end and you know, there might not be as much turnover, so not a lot of room for opportunity. So ultimately, it might lead you to um, wanting to go to a different team. But I, but I will say from my experience, a lot of my coworkers have worked at previous teams before, um, which is really great because it helps with building your network um, if you ever want to go somewhere else. Yeah, so in my case, I have moved from different teams um, between just internships specifically, not jobs, but I think that's okay when you're starting out. Um, I got kind of intimidated about how many teams I've been with and not, you know, sticking with a company and using those connections to move up. 
But I think when you're in college and coming home and then going to school and moving different places, it is part of um, that that you have to move to different teams and that's okay and you make connections all over then. And then when you're ready to um, stick to a job, that's also okay if you move, but um, I haven't experienced that yet, but I hear that that's also okay, so. Yeah, I agree. I mean, having networking is huge and I, I know we're gonna touch on that soon, but um, having your network is, is key. So just an example of that is when I graduated, uh, there wasn't a, when I graduated college, um, cause I did this my senior year, this internship, there wasn't a job available for me right away at the garden. So I knew that a couple of my teammates had worked at the Mets, um, the Atlanta Hawks and Washington Wizards. So I reached out to them instantly and, and they were able to connect me with someone from their team or pass along my resume. So I think having those connections and being that you have such a diverse background and have worked with different teams and done different things is huge. Definitely. So Alana has always taught me, like she just spoke about, to stay connected with the people in your network and stay in touch with your connections no matter if they're in the job search or if they're really high up in the company, either one. Um, So why do you think it's so important in the sports world to stay um, connected to people and keep in touch with your connections? So the sports world is so small and and that's one of the common things is it's, you know, sports are huge, but the industry itself is small. And I think it's, it's so important because roles are ever changing and, you know, things, things are happening. So, um, if you do want to be in sports, it's really, really important to know someone, um, as much as, you know, that, that term could be interchangeable with, with different meetings, but uh, I got my internship because I networked with an alumni that works there that went to my school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ultimately I was able to get an interview at the Mets or something else because I kept those connections. And And being that some of my coworkers have parted our ways, um, I still keep in touch with them if they work at other teams because if I do want to relocate one day or if I do want to move to another team, you have that connection and it, it's so important to keep in touch and, and always, and I know as an intern, I, I made sure I kept in touch with my managers at least once a month, just letting them know I was there. And I think yeah. that really helped me when a job opportunity came up at the garden and, and they were looking to hire. Yeah, definitely. Um, I actually, with the New York City Football Club, I reached out to someone from my school and before I did the interview and just told them that I applied and everything and she actually helped me get the job. So I definitely think even people from your school are important connections for sure. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so do you find that um, most people working in your field above you are male in the industry? Yes, um, I will say that the sports industry is known to be a, a more male-dominated field, um, specifically in the world of executives. Um, I will say that my executive vice president is a female, and awesome. she is incredible, um, such a girl boss. Um, but I think it all comes down to your brand and what you build. And, and so for me, I'm not intimidated by that. My my goal in life is to be a manager and, and move up and, and become an executive and that just kind of motivates me, right? Um, so my teammates are, especially my team, like I've got more females than males and you're you're starting to notice in the sports industry that it's it's kind of balancing out, which is awesome and, and so great to see, but we, it's definitely, you know, a male dominated field. But I, I think with building your brand, continuing your network, and if, if you want it, go get it because um, your opportunity is, is just as equal as, as the male up there. So obviously you work with great males and I think that women are starting to equal out the playing fields um, in the sports industry. 
but um, that's kind of what Women Changing the Game is all about, just introducing more and more females to the sports world Mm -hmm. and making sure that you feel confident even if you are entering a workforce with a lot of males in it, in your specific team or your specific company, um, just to feel confident, even if you are a female. Yeah, it, de- it definitely can be intimidating, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, someone like myself, like I, I use that as motivation. Um, and to be in the sports field, sports industry, and, and I could see most why most people, one of the reasons most people like the sports industry is because it's competitive as heck. Mm-hmm. So having that, you're that competitive aspect and, and most people that love sports love the competitive nature of it and, and I'm in sales which is super competitive so um it just kind of motivates me and I think also is is just be confident like Mary Kate said you want to be confident and um just understand that you can do this too you just yeah. got to get your foot in the door and, and start and then prove how has COVID impacted you and your team um have the responsibilities of your work changed have you lost members on your team so it's been an adjustment, um, as I'm sure it's it's been for everyone um, working from home and then just kind of not having the live events and live sports. Um, it's been tough and it, it's definitely impacted um, our day to day for sure. But um, I deal with I manage season ticket members. So my main goal is making sure they're engaged and most up to date and, and becoming innovative and creative and figuring out new ideas that we can adapt and, and keep them involved in this new virtual world that we're living. So um, responsibilities have, have definitely changed and, and been challenging. Um, due to COVID, unfortunately, we we did have to downsize the company. Um, so not only did I lose a lot of great teammates, but the whole company um, really did lose out on a lot of uh, great people. So we're, we're working hard on transforming it and trying to, you know, bring MSG back. And, and hopefully when we're back to somewhat normal and can open up the doors we can bring everyone back and and continue doing what we love i feel like everybody like a bunch of teams are in the same boat nobody's hiring everybody's getting laid off and it's really tough and it's almost discouraging looking for jobs but um i think that's why networking of course is so important right now just to stay connected with everybody while this is happening even if you did lose your job or if you are currently looking for a job it's tough but we're just trying our yeah. best with everything. I think she said it perfectly. I think everyone is is in this situation, right? And so with the sports and entertainment industry, it's so hard to to be hiring right now when there's really nothing there. There's nothing to yeah. do. And um, I, I do talk to a couple people about it. Um, a, a lot of recent graduate graduates, and it's really just like do not get discouraged and, and take this mm-hmm. as an opportunity. Build your network. Um, build your brand, do something that when it is time to open those doors, you are ready, you you have all the tools you need and the tools necessary to succeed and you're ready to prove to yourself. So I think um, looking at it with a positive outlook is, is super important. So pre-COVID, <laughs> what was the most exciting part about the job for you? Or uh, about your job currently with the Rangers? Yeah. I love my job. I think uh, I'm like the biggest advocate for for the New York Rangers. Um, It's a lot of fun. So I think my favorite part is that we get to make these incredible experiences happen, whether it's a season tagging member's grandson's first Rangers game and I get to surprise them with a gift bag or bring out clients um, and treat them to dinner or upgrade someone to the glass um, to glass seats for the night. Um, Just really making those experiences memorable because 
I know when I went to my first Knicks or Rangers game at the Garden, I just had the most incredible experience. Yeah. And Same. if I could be a part of making someone's experience that great, mm-hmm. you know, and whatever I can do to do that was was you know, success for me. So I think that's my favorite part of the job. And then, of course, getting to just be at the games and and watch the games is awesome, too. I think my answers would be completely the same as yours. It's just so rewarding working in sports, um, especially working with the fans and also just being part of like an amazing like company culture, like in sports, because you're just surrounded by excitement. I feel like a lot. So yeah, that would I be agree. my excitement favorite huge. part too. Yeah. Yes. What advice would you give young female professionals entering the workforce or starting the transition into the sports world? I would I would say obviously, and I know we keep repeating this, the network thing, and I think being open to opportunities, right, and being optimistic and and not really. I don't want to say say no, but just. Just be open to it. And I think yeah. you, you really never know what a position is going to be. So like I said, when I started this internship, I knew nothing about sports. I never thought I would ever be in sports. Like yeah. my first day on the job, I, I was like, oh, I'm with the Knicks and the Rangers. This will be interesting. I know. No, I never watched a hockey game before. <laughs> it was only basketball. Um, so I was like, OK, I know a little bit, but what do I need? And And so I think it's just getting comfortable with the uncomfortable is yeah, huge. Definitely. So being that we're in such a unique time and it's definitely a difficult time, um, don't be discouraged and keep trying. I got denied for my internship three times at the garden. Um, I got denied a lot of times. (laughs) And the reason why I got the job, I think, in the internship is because I was persistent. So I had interviewed with them three times and and got denied, but it was persistence. I I wanted it and kept reaching out to my contacts there. So I think being persistent, if you Mm -hmm. want something, go get it. And, and definitely don't be discouraged because everyone's kind of in the same boat right now. Um, and then also no, no pond is too pond is too big. Uh, so to say, so (laughs) (laughs) no pond is too big. So essentially is like, obviously everyone wants to work for these big teams and the, the major league teams, but don't realize that any experience is is super important. So like Mary Kate has gotten all this great experience that'll help her and and get to that big team that she wants to get or or Mm -hmm. wherever she wants to go. So having that little experience um, with those smaller teams or smaller organizations is huge. So, so don't sleep on that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. They've helped me a lot. Like just even smaller organizations, you'll be surprised about how much you learn And even it can be that you might get more hands-on stuff when you are with the smaller teams at first or smaller organizations in general. Yeah, you know that firsthand. Definitely. I just want to say thank you to Alana for doing this video with me. And thank you to everybody um, who watched. I hope that um, someone at least got something from this video (laughs) between us.